So this is actually funny. I think my phone is kind of trolling me. I had a picture come up that my phone put up in my memories of a friend of mine, Kelly, and me at a Mets Phillies game a few years ago. And it made me so sad because my phone was rubbing in my face that we might not even have baseball this year. It's seriously so sad. And we just had um, Professor Cohen on to talk about it. And I felt like at that time I was like, oh, by the time we talk about it now, MLB will be back. We're not even close. No, there's literally no progress. Spring training start date was pushed and pitchers and catchers should have already reported by now. And here's the problem that I saw too. They might need to push the season. Even if they can get spring training in, it might not be enough time for the players to actually be conditioned to be in the correct shape for opening day. So it'll mess up everything. I do think baseball season is long enough where you can cut 30 games and it will be okay. So there is kind of room for movement, but right now literally it's a stalemate. You know what I think about, like, I guess working in sports, like professor Cohen kind of touched on this. I don't necessarily think about like the star players who monetarily are going to survive. I think about like, even friends I have in this industry who like, let's say work at ESPN and cover MLB or their MLB reporter or your MLB ticket. Like those jobs are, it's going to be a problem for those people. And I just can't help but think about those people during this time. A hundred percent. And there is one thing I have to say, if there were more women working in this space they would have figured out a deal by now yeah they would have figured it out because women will compromise and figure it out I think that's what we do best we always compromise we maybe even do a little too much so that's all I'm gonna say maybe there should be more women involved in these negotiations <laughs> um I it's funny because okay Carly did you watch the NBA all-star game at all or any of like the, the dunk contest or any of that no. I know basketball's not your thing, but I was like, maybe she saw like little hints of it. But this year, it was so sad. I had a rough weekend. I, I know, I know. <laughs> but this year, it was so sad because wait, wait, pause. Rough weekend. Can you talk about your car situation? I'm sorry, but oh it's too God. funny to not. It's too funny to not talk about. So, so please. Over the weekend, I was staying at my friend's, and she lives in like a pretty nice area in Queens, um, and. I already was having a rough morning and I get to my car and my car has been broken into. This girl was straight up robbed. Um, like things were taken out of my car. Yeah, she's she wait, I asked Carly, hey, how are you? What are you doing? And she's like filling out a criminal, like a crime report. I'm like, what do you mean filling out a report? She's like, Yeah, the cops are here. We're just chatting it up. I'm like, okay. Oh, well, yeah. And I like made friends she made friends with the apparently he was a giants fan that's he was a giants fan she gave them shout out to the pod because she promoted our pod yes a shameless plug for listeners always (laughs) yeah i mean they took your what your laptop your your podcast my My podcast mic her podcast mic we're using one podcast mic that (laughs) by the way over one podcast mic and it broke before we started the show today so we duct taped it to the table (laughs) so that's where we're at but i did buy ice cream for us for the post episode so we're gonna we're gonna make and I, I will eat ice cream. Look. And she'll like not oatmeal. She'll have actual ice cream today. So so it's a it's a, it's a win for Look, me. Compromising. Yes. So back to the All Star game, Carly. Thank God you didn't watch it because you did not. So some parts were great. Obviously, this year we honored um, the seventy five top players in the NBA with the mm-hmm. NBA seventy fifth anniversary. Shout out Dame. Yes, in the top seventy five. Um, 
and what do you call it and Steph Curry obviously put on a show he was like a big um topic and it was just really cool to see all these legends like you saw interactions between LeBron and Michael Jordan and their embrace and I saw like a a video of um Jordan going up to Luca and giving him a bear hug like there was just so many little tidbits of this year that I thought were so interesting but the failed dunk contest was by far made headlines I mean you didn't watch it these guys were just going like imagine you're sitting courtside and it was like 10 attempts where they just didn't make the dunk it was just failed dunk after the max you know what I'm I mean? Like, what is the, the point of the dunk contest? Oh, right. Make the dunk? <laughs> that's the problem. So like, I that's think that's why you find it so fun and cool. Yeah. Cause like, I can't do that. So NBA Twitter. Neither can they, <laughs> so NBA Twitter had a field day with that. Obviously like the memes and everything. Cause it was, it was not great, but um, I enjoyed it personally. Cause I think honoring all those people in one space was really cool. And obviously honoring Kobe Bryant and his legacy with the award that Steph Curry won. So it was a great weekend. And then you'll hear from our amazing guests we have today she attended all-star jasmine l Watkins, the absolute queen of twitter um so you'll hear from that so see you at the interview hey guys we're here with jasmine Watkins, community engagement manager at buzzer or better known as jasmine l Watkins, the queen of twitter thank you for being here jasmine no thank you guys for having me it's a pleasure Yes, I know you've been doing a lot of traveling recently. You mentioned you were just in LA. Tell us about that trip. Oh man, it was crazy. It was a lot of work doing stuff around the Super Bowl, like event, um, event activations. Um, but it was a lot of fun too. Got to meet some really cool people. Um, born in LA, so it's always nice to go back. Yeah, that's awesome. That's Do you really are you awesome. like so you're pro West Coast over East Coast? You'd say. Ooh, that's tough because I was raised in Atlanta. Um, oh, okay. So you have quite like a diverse background. Yes, I'm I'm pro West Coast with any other city but Atlanta. So <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I, I, I like New York. It, it has a nice vibe. Yeah. Yeah. We like New York too. It's our, we're, a little, we're a little biased. We're a little biased, but it is our favorite city. I mean, really. Um, but, how do y'all get with that public transportation? I'm always taking the wrong train. Oh, the subway system, once you, here's a couple things. It's okay. wonderful because it takes you everywhere. Like I went to school in Philly and the subway system in Philly is so terrible because the like closest stop to the location you have to go to is like a 15 minute walk from where you actually need to be. But New okay. York, it takes you right there. Enough about that. Um, <laughs> We want to hear about your role at Buzzer. We know it's a newer company and they were founded just a couple of years ago. What is your day-to-day like and what interests you in joining this company? Yeah, like, uh, okay. So to start off, like I got in touch with Bo, who's like CEO, um, through a guy named TJ who worked at Twitter. And I first got on the, the call with him and I'm like, whatever this guy is about to offer, if he offers anything, I got to take it. He was just so intentional, like super nice. I'm like, you don't meet a lot of like CEOs like that. So I went through like the whole process. It was a very long process and they offered it to me. Uh, now I would say like my day-to-day now that I have like a team is I'm taking a step back from being out, like from being like in the trenches and I can strategize more and doing more like influencer partnerships and things like that. Um, but yeah, it's just like coming up with new content plans. I really want to, I guess, like empower those who report to me to kind of own their own craft. And I feel like that's something maybe I didn't have at some point. 
or in certain parts of my career. So if I could better somebody else's, I know that's so cheesy. Somebody else's like career trajectory, I would love to. This is so. becoming a TED talk, but we're we're very. I know. That's like a. <laughs> it's uh, true. A like great yeah. way to you know be a boss, I guess yeah. you could say. Um, and in terms of like your title, it's community engagement. So what does that mean for like Buzzer specifically? Right now, uh, I'm pretty much like head up all social, live and non-live. And I think because we're a startup, we have like this great space where we can try new things, you know, kind of throw things at the wall, see what works. If it doesn't, we can pivot um, and really helping Buzzer find its voice. And I think when like people hire me, they want their brand to sound kind of like me, but it shouldn't, like it should have its own identity so that if I'm not there one day, somebody can easily come in. Um, my, my job is more so, and I think the product team would hate me for saying this, but I'm more so in the brand awareness play than like the app downloads, even though that's the number one thing about Buzzer. You should download the app. It's amazing. But nobody's going to download it. They don't know it exists. Yeah, it's funny because, okay, Jocelyn, when you go into interviews, and this is makes me curious about Buzzer, do you have they like, I know they've seen your Twitter, but do they ever like reference it in the interview or like talk about it? <laughs> I've had people reference my Twitter before. Um, every single time it's been weird um, because I can't like, you can't lock your, I mean, you can, but that's how people have found me. And like you guys said, like before the show, like that's how we all kind of know each other and, and grow into this community. Um, I think it's weird. Like I appreciate that people do like my tweets, but in a job interview, it's, unless I'm like interviewing to be talent, which I never would do, it's, it's weird to kind of bring up. Like we can talk about strategies, like, oh, I did this for, for ESP, I did this for Coke, but just like my own personal goofy yeah. Twitter is, it's a little weird. Yeah. Cause I'm like, they know about your personal life and like, you try to separate it a little bit. Right. I don't know. But. And I think like, as it's grown, I stopped being so <laughs> like, I guess I, I've been a little more reclusive. Yeah. Um, just like things have happened. Like I even went out with this guy who knew things about me from things I had tweeted oh over the God. years. Yes, it was super weird. Over the years, he had like, no, he had been following me for like years. So Wait, he was oh, a fan over so the years? Weird. And like, can what I tell him the hell? hell? Wait, did you know <laughs> that when you agreed to the date? No, he was a oh, friend of a friend. And then he started like bringing things up. He said, he said something about like lemon pepper wings and I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm from Atlanta. That's not a, that's, that's not a crazy. <laughs> yeah. right. I, I let that go. Then he said, yeah, you know, maybe we could get some like mint chocolate chip ice cream. <laughs> that's specific, but also you're getting, I, you're getting oddly specific now. <laughs> I let it go. Then he said, and this is something I've only said one time and I have to go back and search. He said something like, oh yeah, I don't want you to get your older brothers on me. And the fact that you knew that I only had brothers and they're both older. I said, excuse me while I go to the bathroom and I never returned. So, Wait, did you really? Oh my God, you escaped. Really? But you escaped. I, no, I mean, I'm with you. If like, yeah. you get creepy vibes from a guy, you gotta get out, like yeah. protect yourself. Right, half, half the fun in like a date is getting to know each other, exactly. not reading the study guide. So 
That's, it was too- that's so funny and then you don't know if someone's genuine or they're trying to be who you think right. they want you to be you know it's like oh, be yourself. think about that yeah i want someone to be themselves i don't want them to like know the sour guide and like try and follow it yes know? i prefer to date like off twitter like it does happen where i date people from twitter but i prefer to date off twitter okay. well do you guys date on twitter or no, I can't say I have yet. No. Okay. <laughs> um, but it's interesting because like I feel like people are using social media as a dating app. The one weird thing that happened to me recently was a guy on LinkedIn. Oh, I was just gonna say LinkedIn. He slid in my LinkedIn DMs and I was like, sir, this is not the point for that. I was like, he literally was just like, hey, like he he made it seem like he wants to learn about my career. He's like, hey Sarah, like right. saw you that worked at like this. Me. And then he's like, also you're really pretty, like art. And I was like, what are what I was like, where is this going? And I was That's so when you thought LinkedIn was like a safe space. <laughs> it's not. It's not. We are getting on LinkedIn now. We're out here in the DMs, but that's really funny, Jazz. And I love that story. Um, so question for you, going back to your tweets, because like we also stalk your Twitter and we're huge fans. Now, <laughs> I I like to think of myself as a funny person. Like I try to be funny on Twitter too. But where do you like think of this content? Like, are you just walking in the in the street one day and you're like, let me put this in my notes app? I thought funny ideas just come to you in the moment. Cause I'm I need to take notes on this. <laughs> I think a lot of it is in the moment. Like we're watching a game. I don't know, like Devin Booker makes a funny face. It's easy for me to be like, oh, something, whatever. But like, I don't know. I'm trying to think if if there's like a funny video going around and maybe it doesn't have anything to do with anything, I'll just kind of save it for later. Um, I remember seeing like Jennifer Lewis. She had she went on this like radio show and she said something about like you have to go or something like that. And I used it for Ben Simmons the next day. So I yeah, I don't know. My my mind is often all over the place. And sometimes I just find things when I'm looking for something else. So okay, but be honest, when you press tweet, have you ever done like a tweet where you were like, this one's gonna go viral? Like this is the one. Have you have do you have that like confidence? You ever know? Because no. I feel like I would, I don't know, some of your tweets that I've seen, I'm like, she had to know. Yeah, that you gotta this be was like, gonna... this is killer. <laughs> yeah. I, I promise I do not know. Even the one, like, I'm always shocked and people never believe me, but like the, a recent one with like LeBron and Austin Reeves. And I was like, oh, this is the me. NFT one, right? Yeah. Yes, I love that one. I'm just like, I had no clue everybody <laughs> was, was like this because all I'm hearing is like these crypto bros or whatever. So I'm like, yeah. hey, this is just me and my group of friends, but apparently not. Yeah, I still don't understand NFTs. Like, I, I never saw will. over my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't You'll never get it. I, I tried. It doesn't work. So I yeah, just download, save it. Um, <laughs> you'll be fine. That's right. Exactly. So we briefly talked, chatted about this um, before we you know, came on the show, but we, you know, we know you've talked about kind of the negative side of being a woman on Twitter. Um, you talked about it on the sprint on the spinter, spinsters pod. Wow. That's a mouthful. Yeah, yeah, always, yeah. <laughs> and, um, we have talked about on our podcast when Mina Kimes called out that email that she got, that was super out of line, um, yep. from, from a man, um, are you the type to kind of respond to it, kind of like Mina's it, or do you just kind of ignore it and keep going with your day? I I think now I'm at the point where it's hard to see every single thing that's said, but I tend to, if the person is like consistently annoying, I will just block or I may call them out, just whatever, but they always delete. So 
I don't know. It's it's much easier for me. They to just... always delete when someone wants to address it or quote tweet it. They're like, never mind. Right. And I'm scared. like, Brian, forty two. We saw you. <laughs> we saw you this morning. We know it's what you always do. somebody with a bunch of numbers. It's usually like Westbrook Goat eight hundred and sixty two thousand or whatever. Like it's it's never somebody like oh I'm I don't know yeah. at the bank. Like it's yeah. So I just got a block. Did you just say at the bank, Jasmine? <laughs> I just. <laughs> This is like a professional sir. Why did you think it's of that? Never, it's never somebody who, who like puts their whole selves out there. Yeah, which right, is right. Crazy. It's yeah. like always like a first name or a last name. Yeah, or like, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's fair. And I think like for me, sometimes I don't know if you ever feel like this, but like certain things will trigger me one day and then certain things don't. I so know. it depends on my okay. mood and my vibe. Like if you're trying to fight or not. Yeah. Like some days I wake up and I'm like, I'm choosing violence. Today. And some days I don't. So really, it really depends. And I feel, I feel so bad, but also I'm like, I mean, look at how some people just talk to people and they don't know them because sometimes like I do wake up in like a horrible, not sometimes on a rare occasion, I wake up in a horrible mood and somebody will say something that's just like mildly, it's not even like the worst thing I've ever heard on the, on Twitter. And I will just block. And then later on, I guess maybe I'll have like a viral tweet and I'll be like, oh, she blocked me trying to like play victim or whatever, but. Yeah, yeah, it's like they said offensive. Have you ever like, has it ever affected you to a point where, and maybe this was early on for you, where you almost digressed and like doubted using Twitter so much? Like, did it ever become really difficult for you since you're so well known? Oh God. Um, yeah, I would say like when I was working at ESPN, um, we were told not to tweet certain things, but at that time I was very like, I want to be known on social, but I wanted to be known. Like I wanted to be a sports writer at that time. Um, so I was very like, Westbrook did this tonight or whatever, very stat heavy. Like not Um, a ton of your personality. Correct. And so now I'm like the complete opposite. I don't care. I mean, I do care how Westbrook does, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) But I just, I'm here for like, you know, the fun, like life is so, uh, can I cuss? Yeah, of course. Life is so shitty sometimes. Like I'm just here for a little humor before I go to bed. Yes, it's true. Definitely. Um, But I think like being, oh, just a woman in this space and more simply like a minority woman in this space, it's just really hard because a lot of the hate that they get or that you get and like me and Carly have gotten it and seen it or is about like our physical appearance or weird stuff. I remember like the first hate I ever got, like when I started writing as a beat writer, someone like researched my family and was like, her dad works here. Like just really, and it's hard to like when people say ignore it. Cause that's like your, that's my family. Like that's very personal to me. And like yeah. that made me like want to not be a beat, like write about sports. Cause then your name's out there when you're writing articles. But it's like, then I learned like now where I've come so far where it's like, I didn't, I don't let that affect me now. But as a, as a college student, I'm like, oh my God, I can never write again. You know, somebody who's really good, um, Caitlin Cooper, mm-hmm. um, amazing writer. And she was telling me like, she even, does, she was on an episode, she doubts herself. And for the longest time, she just went by C Cooper. Damn. And I'm like, that's so interesting because you, you're super knowledgeable. So the fact that anybody would question you is, is crazy to me. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, put your whole self out there and yeah. start blocking. I mean, that's what I do. Yeah, I know. Honestly, like I really need to sometimes like, I don't know, I feel like almost mean doing it. And then I'm like, but you're attacking me. So I'm right. going gonna, gonna to do that. <laughs> you got to protect your face sometimes. I think, yeah. I'm, I'm, so I'm like the nice one and Carly's a sassy one. So we, we balance each other out. You know, I think it's like a healthy, a healthy dose. Yeah. Um, 
But speaking about women in sports, in your opinion, I know there's many, what do you think is like one of the main challenges that women in sports and like minority women in sports are facing today? Oh, um, I would probably say like knowing their worth. Um, so many of these companies, they want what we all have. And when we finally get there or we get it, we don't value it. And we don't put like a actual value to it. I think for the longest time, I was undervaluing myself to where some companies before Buzzer, they were getting premium talent for a steal, pretty much. And I think, I mean, obviously the equal pay thing, it's a, it's a real thing. But I think we don't do ourselves any favors by maybe undervaluing what we can bring to a company. Because oftentimes, like, they're... <laughs> Whoever runs your favorite sports team social is usually a woman. So I want to put that out there. I love that you said that. I feel like that should be on a shirt. Um, and I know like the Blazers are my favorite team and I know Amara Baptist. Really yes. well. And she, and that's, and I know I'm biased because it's my favorite team, but if you ever look at their Twitter and their social content, I think it's freaking amazing, but that's just me. Um, no, you're I love the Lakers, but their social is not the best. Yeah. It's not yeah. even like top. Yeah, um, exactly. And it takes like a lot of hard work to distinguish right. yourself on social. Me and Carly always talk about this. And I had a conversation with a woman who ran um, PR at MSG. And to the first day of her job, she walked in and they were like, you're so lucky to be here. Like, that's the first thing they said to her. Cause in sports, like they make you believe and it's really right. how lucky you are. Cause it's so competitive, right? but you almost forget your own values. And you oh, forget you're so right. that you, the reason you're there is because of you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, they, they used to do that at ESPN. It's an expensive state. You're getting paid, especially if you're coming in entry level, you're getting paid like next to nothing. Right. And the only thing they tell you is that so many people want to work at ESPN, which they are correct. It's true, but it's like, you also need a living wage. <laughs> I know Sarah and I have both had these experiences where you take these entry level jobs where like they work you so hard, they don't pay enough. I think that's when you start to learn your value yeah. and yeah. you think I deserve way more than this. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Some, are just, some jobs are just like a stepping stone. Like you worked at ESPN, Jasmine, I'm sure like you learned a lot there and it's on your resume and now look, look where you are. So sometimes just- Yeah, I worked the worst shift though. It was 2 a.m. <laughs> to 11 a.m. That's like what you did That's what NBA. I did at the NBA. I would leave at 3 a.m. It was awful. It was awful. Oh my God. Yeah, and I, then, it's just, it's not, you don't like see your, I wasn't like really seeing my friends because like I was free. I'm like, who's free from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m.? <laughs> Everyone's like, sit your ass down. It's a Tuesday. I'm like, never mind. <laughs> I'm like, I'll just go. Like, I can never see anybody on weekends. Right. <laughs> yes. I only had like Tuesday, Wednesday off. I'm like, what is this life? Yeah. Right. It's, yes. it's not great. It's not great. So changing the pace a bit, <laughs> um, we saw some of your awesome picks from NBA All-Star Weekend. What did you think of the weekend in Cleveland? Um, is there any like great stories that you have to share? There's gotta be, there's gotta be a good story. Like I want to hear something that Jordan did. I want to be starstruck, Jasmine. I want to, I want to hear it all. I want to hear all the tea. There has to be some tea from all-star. I don't get starstruck, uh, anymore, but I don't know. It was okay. Weekend. It snowed Thursday and Friday, which kind of sucked. Um, Although Kareem's room was next to mine. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I mean, I mean, whatever. Stop saying it like it's casual. You're like, oh, you know Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, Kareem, I know Kareem. Kareem. She goes, you know Kareem? 
Kareem's room was next to mine. Okay. Oh my god, that's. So I'm, cool. I'm walking to like check in, and I'm seeing double doors. I'm thinking that's my room, but my room was like right next to it. Um, so I ran into him maybe like three or four times over the weekend, and he's like, uh, "You're not following me, are you?" And I'm like, "I was gonna ask you the same thing," and he was like, "You're you're funny. I like you." And that was that was the highlight for me. I mean. So did you become friends? Like, did you get his number? Are you in any group <laughs> chats with Kareem and, and company or no? Um, Kareem, surprisingly or not, still has a flip phone. What? Uh, yeah. Wait, are I, you being, wait, like you visually, you saw this. Maybe yes. a burner. It, it could have been because his, <laughs> his like assistant or PR person or manager, she had an actual like iPhone. Right, so, right, right. Wait, I'm like, need to, I need to process this. So this cool. is the best thing I've ever heard that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is, I'm putting this everywhere. <laughs> this is oh, awesome. okay. Here's a, here's a really good story. Oh, well, yeah. actually not. Get I'm the sorry. popcorn, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, over, I oversold it. Wow. Um, we're, we're at dinner on Friday and Channing Fry is there. He's, you know, he has his own wine line or I don't know. Is that um, like, what do you call it? <laughs> right. I'm thinking. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> He and so he's like, what what kind of what kind of wine do you like? And he's asking because he has so many different ones you can try. And I was like, oh, I like a sweet wine. And he legit like read me. He was like, you must be from Atlanta. And I'm like, right. I'm like, what? He was like, no, like a lot of people I've met from Atlanta, they love sweet wine. They love. He's Moscato. like the guy from the date. He knows he stalked your Twitter. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, he was correct. I do love Moscato, but I was like. How did you know? Now I feel like basic because you pretty much said I only like sweet wine. And he was like, no, like a lot of people from Atlanta do like sweet wine. And so, yeah, we were just tasting wine all night. And there was a quick second. I was like, oh, I got to eat because it was, it was a lot happening. So wait, so would you say you and Channing are friends? It seems like there's a blossoming friendship. I think friends is doing a lot of heavy lifting there. <laughs> um, we drink wine together. Which okay. I think about me and a lot of people. We drink, we drink wine together. It's a new category of friendship that I never heard of. Interesting. Um, this is my least favorite question on our Jasmine interview today, but we have to ask it. Um, so you're a Lakers fan, Jasmine. Um, oh, okay. which, I, which before we tried the pod, Jasmine said, I'm not a regular Lakers fan. I'm a cool Lakers fan. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, but what are your thoughts on what they're going to do like post all-star break? Are they going to get it together? Are we going to get a little chemistry? Are we going to stop the rust slander ever? Uh, no, as long as he's on the Lakers, he's getting slandered. I don't make the rules, but I know how hard it is to play for Laker fans. Um, that being said, I'm hoping we get it together. If I know the Lakers, like I think I do the second half or the second, I don't know, two or three thirds, whatever. I'm not good with math. Like that's when they really get it together and make a push for the playoffs. I'm hoping that like all-star gave them some time to rest aside from like LeBron and, you know, we kind of let the chips fall where they may. I don't think we'll maybe walk off with a championship this year which is always <laughs> hard to say yeah i'm trying to be like more realistic because jordan taylor called me a delusional laker fan so <laughs> wait so how do you feel about andy davis and his injury though like are you still going to be pro ad or are we just giving up on him right now i gotta be pro whoever's on the lakers so he's included in that it's just like <laughs> 
I'm used to like great Laker big men and I'm not yeah. that old, but I do like go back and watch old films. So if I'm yeah. watching like Wilt, Kareem, Shaq, all these old great Lakers, pow. And, and just to see AD, you know, made a glass. I just, it's very disheartening. No, it is. And like, I personally like AD, but like, obviously someone being injury prone sucks. And I just want to, I think the Lakers right now are like in playing contention. Like they're with my Blazers, like in the same, like almost the same category. And uh, the Blazers beat you with sure. a, a very like second string bunch of rookies. But that was like the highlight of my season, Jasmine Mackey. Enjoy this time because I don't see Dame there long-term. Oh, but he said a million times that he wants to stay in that's, Portland. That's Sarah's dad. Yeah, yeah. Love, love the grind, blah, blah, blah. You, <laughs> you can't expect a talent like this to want to continue to lose. No offense. Yeah. This is not realistic. Except when we won against the Lakers. You know, we continue to win some games, Jasmine. Let's just focus on the present. Like... <laughs> That's fair. That's that's very fair. <laughs> Carly. So, moving on because we we don't want to get Sarah, you know, too feisty. Right, right. We don't want that to happen. Right. Um, let's get off the topic and mm-hmm. just make her make her calm down a little bit. <laughs> but back to kind of what you're doing for Buzzer. Do you have any interesting like events or campaigns coming up? Maybe something you worked on for Black History Month or Women's History Month is coming up. Anything exciting planned for that? A lot of things uh, we do for like monthly stuff. Well, we had launched this Strive initiative. Um, you said, when is this airing? Yeah, Women's History Month is in March. I was wondering if you guys are planning any cool it's events. It's airing tomorrow. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so tomorrow we are, or when this airs, hopefully, we will have launched the Strive newsletter, which is like Strive is at the, like the core of everything that we do um, and it's to help uh, underserved communities. Um, and, and we're really about like leveling the playing field. So it's, that's that's something that we have been trying to get off the ground and it's finally happening um, tomorrow. A lot of stuff we do for like, like Black History Month and Women's History Month is internal. Like we'll have guest speakers, uh, reread different books and we we have these like daily huddles and we just talk about things and it's so crazy because like w- this was remote but this is the closest I've ever felt to coworkers, and it's yeah it's super crazy um we we've all met like one time well I've met some here and there because I do travel but we all collectively met last August Wow, that's really interesting. I mean, do you feel like the people you work with like tend to be like younger or like what is the what is the culture like at Buzzer? Ooh, um I think maybe maybe average age, if I'm guessing, is like 30s. It's hard because like my team is in their 20s, so they're they're younger than I am. But um we we have some like really great leaders. And I would say they probably top out at like late thirties, early forties. And we have like Slack channels and you, they, they have like family and pets and you can see like, oh, look, I'm making whatever. I don't post in like the food channel because I cannot cook, but I like to know, you know, my coworkers outside of work. And I think because we're not in the same place, we all like do what we can to stay connected. 
I love that. That's amazing. And I feel like because it's a newer company, like that's what I kind of thought you would say. And like, that's why, like for me, I would, it'd be enticing for me to join a company like that, like a newer company with like fresh ideas and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. I have no attachment at, at ESPN or like a very big company like that. Yeah. And I'm yeah. sure also like you feel like you can directly influence the culture of buzzer, whereas somewhere like an ESPN where they're so established, there's no way that like you would have a say in that most likely. So many times, like I, we had to pitch things twice. Like when I did finally get a chance to do something with the social team, we had this great campaign, we laid it out and they were like, no. But I think I realized that a lot of people at ESPN have been working there since like 1979 when it started. So we had to like really pitch them on social things. Uh, so we went back and pitched them the exact same thing. Maybe it was a better pitch. And they were like, well, we're not going to put any like money behind it, but let's try it organically. And it's so different from like where I am now because it's like, hey, Buzzer, let's try this. And they're like, great, go ahead. Oh, so it really gives you the creativity and you can really you and your team can really run with things, which is awesome. I mean, look at the interview. You talked to the CEO, you said during your interview. I mean, that speaks volumes. Like if you know what the head of the company is thinking and you told me, you told yourself like, no matter what he said, like, that's what kind of enticed you about buzzer. So like, it comes to the leadership. If the leadership's that awesome, it's going to trickle down. Yeah. And I, um, I was talking to a couple of different companies at the same time. Mm-hmm. They made an offer and they made an offer on a Friday. The next Friday, my dad had passed. And like a few days later, the company sent me flowers and they were like, from your buzzer fam. Then the woman who was my direct boss, she sent me a handwritten note talking about wow. yeah, how her father had passed and how she was, you know, very close with him. And then Bo called me and I'm like, these people don't even know me. And they, they did all this stuff. So I'm like literally have, that's just that's so, because it's touching. Cause I don't know. I don't think you see that every day in this industry. I just think that's Definitely genuinely not. like kind and a selfless thing to do. Yeah. It shows they, and what we were talking about, how in the sports industry, you definitely feel undervalued, but that shows that a company values you, not just as someone that works for them, but also as like a person. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I definitely don't feel like a number anymore. So yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. Um, um, going back to like, you know, we said before we started, you have your own podcast, Jasmine, but we love your dynamic with your um, co-host. Where did you guys like become friends? And, like what's your friendship like off air? Um, I would say like, I'm trying to think, maybe that was like 2019. Mm-hmm. I was living in Atlanta and the guy's like DM me. We had been following each other on Twitter and he's like, hey, are you in Atlanta? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, do you want to like meet up? I'm like, cool. And then we just like met up for breakfast. We've been cool ever since. And they were like, oh, you can pick a co-host. And I'm like, who would not flinch at like some crazy shit that I say? And that's where I kind of landed on the guys. He's very even keeled. Um, the opposite of me, because I don't care about all that stat stuff. So I just, I'm over here calling him a nerd all the time. Um, really great person. Like the dynamic is, is great. Um, and the, I think the best part is that we can communicate off air as well, which I think, yes, obviously it's limited because we have to talk three, at least three days a week. Um, so it could get taxing, but um, yeah, it's, it's working for now. 
Yeah, and like you mentioned, like your difference is like if me and Carly were always say if we were the exact same, this would never work. Because like be it'd be so weird because we have different strengths and like different things we bring, like our personalities. So, like that's what makes it, I think, better if you're different. So who's the Jasmine? Who's the Nakaris? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I. It's a mix. I definitely think it's a mix. So Sarah, I'm like the bring down to earther I yeah think. i'm like let's do this and this and this and she's like we can't stay up till three i'm doing this i'm like okay i'm like let's come back down to earth like yeah. i love where i love your energy <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm but trying to change to the world bring over it down now. a little bit yeah i think like i yeah you need like a realistic Are you have, like, best friends? so we were we've been close friends since high school we like have a, a mutual friend group and like we it was always carly's dream to break into the nfl and it's always my dream to break into the nba and like we did it at the same time and like we coached each other through that journey and like we stayed friends yeah and, like, yeah i i envy that because my best friend she's into like bridal and that's so different <laughs> where she's the opposite of it. it's like she has no clue about sports i could say the name like she'll know like LeBron, but I can say the name. Right, okay. That's like the middle. <laughs> Imagine someone's like, "Who's LeBron James?" I promise you, I could say, "Do you know who Anthony Davis is?" And she would probably say no. Like, really? Really? She not into sports. She's into like fashion, beauty, right. bridal. Which like you can those can be like people that are your best friends with. Like you definitely you have other things in common or like sometimes it's because of like the history you have together yeah but it's nice to have a friend like you that gets I don't know like gets what I'm going through sometimes you know it's like yeah we have nothing in common other than the fact that we both went to Syracuse (laughs) yeah that's awesome um wait so funny story Jasmine about you telling me that she wouldn't recognize players and I don't think Carly ever told you this so my sister's best friend is on her honeymoon recently right she's like oh she's texting me my sister right she goes um, there's an NBA player at our hotel. Don't know. And who you're he like, is. which one? And I'm like, right? which one? And she's like, I don't. I'm like, okay, we'll describe it, right? She's like, I don't know. He has a beard. And I go, it's James Harden. I go, you're. Hit. I go, you're drinking with James Harden. And I go, send me a picture. So she sends me a picture group chat. And it's yeah, it's, it's a crazy <laughs> story. And it's her and her fiance. And her fiance doesn't watch. Like, her husband doesn't watch sports either. So he didn't know it was James Harden either. So like Honestly, they're useless. I know. And so they're partying with him. I'm telling you, Jasmine. The pictures are drinking and with him. Blah, does, blah. You know, doesn't that annoy you? Because yes, it annoys like, me. <laughs> they're like, oh, this is just like a big a random, dude, yeah. a random big dude. And, you'd and be I'm like, like, hello. You would be so grateful to just be there. And that's how I knew James is looking a little thick in the off season because she sends me a picture. I'm like, oh, okay, he's looking a little thick in the off season. <laughs> but like he, yeah, she party with him like for half the honeymoon and didn't know who he was wait and this is the best part so she goes he goes where are you from right so she goes new york where are you from she's asking the face of new york where he's from. Oh, <laughs> he's God. like i play for the nets man like, that would never happen to me like i would never just be sitting over here chilling with i don't know kimba walker and anybody <laughs> like that like, yeah i just thought that was so funny because i'm like you she's like i wish it, I, we could change place i'm like yeah, I wish yeah me too <laughs> like me too honey i'm about to fly to greece and join this this honeymoon um but That's yeah that was hysterical. Funny. So, <laughs> when you aren't podcasting or tweeting or working what do you do for fun? Yes, I'm. I actually am really curious to know that because I feel like work and your podcast. We know you like, don't cook. We <laughs> went over that. So zero of my time goes to cooking. I like a good Netflix binge. Um, I'm very pro sit on my couch. What shows, Jasmine? Give us specifics um, that you like. Ooh. Um, yeah. I just finished Cheer. 
Okay. Wow, I wouldn't have predicted that would have been your first choice, but well, it wasn't my first. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's her favorite. She's like, I didn't say that. Would you recommend it? Like, yeah, I would recommend it. It's, I mean, it's a good show. Ozark. Um, I love Ozark. Okay. That's a top one for me. It's very intense. And I never watch shows in real time, so mm-hmm. I'm finishing last week's episode of Euphoria. Yes. I don't know if I should get into that because everyone watches Euphoria except me and I'm just isolated. So I think I need to watch it. You should watch it. I try to watch stuff that everybody's talking about. So I tried Succession. That wasn't good. I hated Succession. I gave it four episodes and I was like, I'm done with all of you weird people in your- You got to stick through it. I'm like, how long- Everyone is that? Sarah, it gets so funny. I'm like, they're just a bunch of mean rich people. (laughs) There's nothing (laughs) relatable here to me. I don't watch any of these shows. I I feel like you're not a Netflix person. What do you do? Really? What do I do? Well, what do you What do you watch? So, what do you do? Okay. Well, I watch a lot of sports. Yeah, she does. She's obsessed. Okay. Like, and also, like, if sports are on, I'm probably that's gonna be first. Yeah. Right? So that's why, like, I really love the Olympics. So it's like sports twenty four seven. It's like two p.m. Turn the television on. A sport. I'm gonna watch it. But Carl's like a very outgoing, so, fun person. She I likes also, to party. Like I don't, I can't sit on my couch for too long. I get yeah. like antsy that I have to go do something. You're so, more go out. I'm more. Stand. I like yeah. So I like I work out a lot and yeah. I like to be outside and things like that. But also, I'm one of those people who only rewatches the same shows. Oh my god, I hate those people. Ew. Yeah. So like I'll, oh, my like. My one of my top shows is Entourage. So I you just keep it, rewatching it. I watched it? it three times. I so hate. I don't know if I can rewatch that. Wow. Like <laughs> hey, I can rewatch Sex and the City, Friends, but Friends, Friends I've seen ten times. Friends, I, I can rewatch. But she's why would you rewatch? I love things? Entourage. I want to be listen. They're like i me and turtle would be like bestie like he loves the giants i love, I love the giants yeah. he has a thick accent i have a thick accent <laughs> yeah that'd be funny you should let him we could be boys him. and this is why like i just want to be friends with them like that's all i want <laughs> wow very passionate I didn't, I didn't expect that um <laughs> but like like you i i like to well i'm one of those people who claim i like to run but i just run because i to offset like the eating um, oh, I just bought a Peloton. What's your favorite food that you don't Ooh. cook? <laughs> <laughs> I love a good burger, like a gourmet burger, not like. Ooh, a fancy one, bacon and like. You, fancy are you dress. one to put like the egg on it? I have. I love the egg okay. on it. That's my. Favorite. I also love pizza and sushi. That's good. Except you're from the West Coast, where pizza's pretty like not that great. Uh, that is true. Here's a little secret I don't tell people. I think Domino's makes like top tier chain pizza. Yeah. But it's pan pizza, not the hand toss. No, I actually like Domino's. My family, like when we choose what to order, sometimes for pizza, we preferably choose Domino's and we like takeout. I have never had Domino's. It's very good, actually. I actually But we talked it. about this. So in a, in a past episode, I got like torn apart for my pizza view. Because she's a snob. A she's an snob. entitled snob with her pizza. My dad's from Brooklyn. It happens. She's like, I can only eat pizza from Brooklyn. I'm like, so you're going to, we live in New Jersey, Carly. Oh, okay. No, that makes sense. There's really good pizza up there. Like we have, down here we have Jet's pizza, which is good. It's like Detroit style pizza, which I also What does that mean? Um, like a thick a thick pan crust it's just oh. not not deep dish because that's okay. not 
Oh my god, I hate deep dish. I think it's great. Yeah. So Sarah always makes fun of me that like I don't eat like. Wait, 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 wait. Let's ask Shazna the question. Do you consider oatmeal? And don't be afraid to tell her she's wrong. Do you consider oatmeal a comfort food? A comfort food. For my grandma, I'm sure. <laughs> So we had a debate. So she considers oatmeal comfort. I'm like, when she's having like an off theater, that's what she goes to. And like, she thinks it's a snack. And we put a poll on her podcast. Like some weird people agreed with her. Most people agreed with me. Yeah. And she's like, oh, but I put warm apples in. I'm like, what I is that doing? <laughs> How old are you? 25. <laughs> no, you like, have have like ice cream? I <laughs> wouldn't. My, also like in college, my drunk snack would be like apples and corn. <laughs> yeah she's weird I'm like I don't know that's why like I don't I feel like I can't relate to you sometimes or or I used to just melt cheese on a rice cake like a fucking weirdo oh, I'm so confused did you call that a junk snack <laughs> she wow. oh my god I wish you guys could see Jasmine's reaction because this is what I've been living with and dealing with thank you for understanding where I'm coming from she's weird not to you for putting up with this because this is crazy <laughs> yeah yeah and I still I still love her and choose to respect her anyway thank you. <laughs> yeah you're you're welcome um but yeah it's been it's been a fun ride but <laughs> seriously Jasmine thank you so much for being on our podcast one of my you were one of like the people that I identified as like my top guests that I really really wanted to get on so I felt very accomplished when you answered I'm like Carly she answered and Carly's like calm down once again calm down we have to get her on the calendar she's like so Carly's like let's pick a time let's put on the calendar you know I'm just like Jasmine's coming on she's like okay so that's our our personality yes but this has been so much fun Um, tell everyone where they can find you your podcast buzzer lots of people know um, you can find Buzzer on any platform. Just search for Buzzer um, at Buzzer. <laughs> I'm on Twitter at Jasmine L. Watkins. You can follow me on Instagram. I barely post, but I'm Jasmanian1913. The pod is everywhere where you can get streaming. It's like the best 15 minutes of your day, or at least not the worst. Um, and yeah, like I really enjoyed this. I actually felt bad because we like I had to push it back. Well, you are a very busy person. You're traveling a lot. So we just appreciate being on. (laughs) Stop it. I, this was my pleasure. It's the weeks. I didn't, I guess maybe I didn't realize how close Super Bowl was to All-Star this year. And right, I'm like, right, because it was a week later, the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really weird this year. Yeah. I felt like everyone was so like. And my birthday was in between. So I was like, I'm going to just go to Vegas. And uh, (laughs) then I was like. Girl, let me just sit down. Save my biggest trip for uh, a different time. Right. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on, Jasmine. I can't wait for the episode to air yes. and for everyone to check out the newsletter that you talked about. It's gonna be fun. I appreciate it. Have me back anytime. That was amazing. It's so funny because obviously I only know Jasmine from Twitter and she's awesome and so funny on Twitter, but it's just like, I never had a conversation with her before and she's like the nicest, easiest person to talk to. Her personality like really came off the page, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, you don't know how people will be like, you don't know yeah. someone from social media, but obviously getting to know her was awesome. And we're grateful that she made the time to be on and we'd love to have her back on. Um, so you guys heard it, please. If you haven't, she is a must see on Twitter. I mean, her tweets are just so funny. So at Jasmine, I'll walk in. Um, if you want to follow it yeah go follow and she's really great like Sarah said you're gonna get a laugh for sure 
And you guys know where to find us. Next one up pod at gmail.com. Next one up podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. And we'll see you guys next week. Thank you.